everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 360. We are at podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. And for the record, this is not the first time we have started this late for a live show. This will not be mm. the last time we will start late for a live show. No, but it always seems to happen when I have work in the morning. <sighs> May, I, I, I tell you this right now, I have no control over that. Yeah, I know. Let's just get to getting. Yes, yes, indeed, indeed, indeed. And uh, let me adjust something real quick. Since we are on our 360th episode, I might as well play this sound. There we go. If, if you didn't hear it the first time, Achievement Unlocked 360 episodes. And again, 360 episodes, we have yet to kill each other. Thankfully, we're all in separate studios. Yet. Mm. We have yet. Ah. <sighs> Live radio, boys and girls. We are live tonight, week of June 5th, 2018, right here on the VOG Network. We're here live Tuesday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with replay Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients that use Merc, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. You can head on over to chat room VOG, V-O-G. You can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash Network where there is an IRC link. If you click on it and you have Chatzill, it'll let you in. If it doesn't, just say yes and it'll put you through. You can also go to WebChat.GameSearch.net and join vo- ch- uh, chat room of Vogue VLG. And we're also on Discord. You can fo- find us at um, VogNetwork.com slash Discord. You click on that. You'll be brought right into our channel via the application or the browser. Enjoy and have a good time. Uh, check-ins are now live, so go ahead and earn your VOG points. And if you're listening on the podcast feed, there will be a passphrase somewhere in the episode. When you hear it, go ahead and head on over to VOGnetwork.com and put in the passphrase and earn yourself some VOG points. So we're going to go around the room with uh, Weekend Day. We're going to get through this as quickly as possible because of the delay, and I'll explain everything later. So, Ari, how was your week? How was your day? Uh, it's just... Work-related stuff mostly, and you know, trying to keep myself from going completely bankrupt this week. So you know how it is. You're telling me the couple of days I've taken off, I've been pulling overtime to sort of make up for that. And thankfully, I still have tax return money left. I don't. I'm I'm shocked. I mean, you know, I didn't. There was some kind of error when filling it in a processing, so they sent me back back a copy to refill out or something like that. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, also, like, <clears throat> pardon me, I thought I would, you know, take a little nap to it like, after I came home from work. So, like, four, you know, lay down around 4 o'clock, you know, just, like, whatever, just put the uh, timer on for an hour and then woke up around, like, quarter after 8. Mm. I'm like, well, fuck. So I just, you know, made up some potato cakes from uh, old mashed potatoes and egg and then some breadcrumbs and just fried those for a quick dinner. That sounds kind of tasty, like a latke, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's how things have been going for me. All right, cool. 
Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Um, okay. I'm just basically going to work. Uh, I'm trying to stay awake. Gotcha. I know that feel. Yeah, just doing a lot of cleaning at work and all that fun stuff. Gotcha. Boring, boring. Alright, and I hear you on that. Mm. My weekend day has been interesting. I finally mailed out packages that's been, sitting, that's been floating in my book bag for about a week and a half. I did that. I'm prepping for BorrowCon next weekend, so... Honestly enough, there was nothing on this site about press, so I sent them an email from an old email that I had. They were like, yeah, some information, and rock and roll. You know, we'll see what happens with that. Um, Where is BorrowCon? It was at St. John's University in Queens, but it's at the Brooklyn Expo Hall in Brooklyn this time. And one of my, one of my, one of my best, uh, an amazing, a really close friend of mine, Jez, will be there as a guest. We go back, I think, holy shit, almost 20 years, maybe? They wow. got Jez as a guest? Yep, Jez Roth is a guest, yes. Damn. <laughs> Jez Roth, I like to call, he, I mean, if there was a hierarchy in cosplay akin to the Mafia, Jez would be the Don. <laughs> oh, boy. Right off the bat. He would be the Don. I mean, you got a lot of power players. But when Jez rises up, to be perfectly honest, I don't think there's any cosplayer right now that can match his repertoire or resume of the amazing work he's done. And he is extremely humble about it. So, so it'll be good to see him, because I haven't seen him in about a year and a half, give or take. Um, I think, I'm not sure if I mentioned this, but for my birthday, I ordered myself some brand new headphones, and I'm still waiting for them to appear. Um, I should have them probably by the end of next week. And it's kind of interesting, I'm thinking about it today. I think it was like five, maybe six years ago, on my birthday, I ordered the Astro A40 kit. So I was like, wow. So I guess maybe every six years I'm buying brand new headphones, but... It's only... still pretty decent yeah. to get that long out of it. Yeah, it's interesting that at the time I paid 250 for the headphones, the amp, everything. Now I paid the same amount for just the headphones, but it's pretty awesome for what what they're offering so um i'm i still have to order acrylic risers so i can display my the rest of my figurines because i don't have a spot for them but other than that everything is kind of sort of as the saying goes going up millhouse but um let me explain to you why we started so late long story short in order for in order for audio to come to go out it has to come in from there, it gets a little more discom, a little bit more complicated. Audio playback is in different frequencies. If you play, if, you, if audio output is one frequency when you're recording it, it has to be that same frequency. If it, if the frequencies do not match, you can hear it, but whatever is set to record or stream will not hear it. It will not go out. So that's what the issue was. So that's been fixed, and we're able to go. So we're going to go ahead and take our first break. And when we get back, we got some news. And holy shit, something just, just came down the pipe. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I mean, 
some people nowadays. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back. Let's 
Now that we got that out the way, I'm, I'll have to go back and do some more post-edit work tonight. Remember when I mentioned about the whole um, audio frequency in and out? Sometimes if it's at a high enough frequency, the system can't handle it and it will not push out. And yet I thought my machine was tough enough to do it, but I guess not. But the audio quality is still good. So you have CD quality audio better than nothing at all. So we got that out the way. Um, I'll have to go back in and edit the audio track, um, which is not a big deal. I could just drop that in. But like I said, uh, we got some news that kind of came down the pipe just like not even 20 minutes ago. I just saw it as I was reading my Facebook feed. So check this dumb shit out. Now, we have talked about on this show previously about the Thundercats reboot. You've heard all of us, especially me, foam at the mouth about the CalArt style and so forth. And one thing we always talk about in this show, you have a right to your opinion, but you shouldn't go, but when you feel strongly about something you don't like, you shouldn't be threatening other people about it because that it's not right. So what, just because you don't like it, that doesn't necessarily mean other people will, you know? Everyone has their likes and dislikes. Now, why I brought this up was because the California Institute of the Arts, home of the CalArts style, was temporarily closed yesterday to investigate a potential threat that happened on social media. A tweet came in, which has now been deleted, that said, some of you guys are all right, don't go to CalArts tomorrow. And this image of, I guess, a poster cut cutout of, of a target with a, with a crayon-drawn face on it and one, two, three, four... Seven shots on it. Damn. <sighs> what the fuck is wrong with people? See, you could say someone did this as a joke, which I get. But some jokes are not funny. Some people may have done this. Someone may have done this because that's how they strongly feel about it, which I get. But it's still uncalled for. Look, I get it. Not everybody likes the CalArts style. But sometimes it can be good depending on what it's going to be. I mean, not for nothing. Some of us grew up on CalArts style and didn't even realize it. Look at some of the cartoons from the 90s on Cartoon Network. You could kind of say that was the beginning of that style per se and it just evolved. It is what it is. And that's all I'm going to discuss. Long story short, Cal Arts is back open. They were not able to pinpoint where the threat came from, but hopefully, let, let, let's let's not. It's bad enough we have stupid shit like this going on in the uh, in in the cosplay uh, community. We we don't need anything more like this. We really don't. All right. Um. Now that we got that out the way, Mako Chan, what is the biggest export coming out of Japan right now? Hmm, what's this podcast about again? What Anime. indeed? I know, <laughs> right? Quite a shocker. Yeah. So, uh, granted this was the 2016 uh, release. It's the analysis of the state of the expansion of broadcast content overseas. Basically what that boils down to is what the hell TV does Japan export? <clears throat> well, um, for us here, it's a big duh, um, but anime makes up 77.1% of the 
of the total of the uh, television that is exported. And it's 84.2% of the revenue. ka So of that total revenue, 32% comes from merchandising rights. 31.4% comes from broadcasting. 26, almost 27% comes from internet streaming. Uh, 5 from remakes. 2.3 from home video. And 1.4 from other. <clears throat> So, of the other things that are exported, drama was 10.2%, uh, 9.7 is variety programs, 0.6 from documentaries, and 1.7 from others. Uh-huh. So, I mean, it goes into a bunch of other numbers, like uh, their export regions for, for, I should say, their export numbers for other regions, Um Obviously, the largest largest exporter would be the other Asian countries, uh, but North America is right up there as number two. <clears throat> so yeah, so it's saying that uh, if nothing changed throughout what they said, that would lean lead to almost fifty two billion. Yen as their uh, income from us. <clears throat> Quite a hunk of change they got there. Oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Yep, yep, yep. Let's see, is this the right track I'm looking for? Meanwhile. Mm <laughs> I mean, seriously. <clears throat> if you think about it, this kind of goes back to stuff we've said about Cartoon Network back in the day when they stopped, when they pulled all the anime off their network for original content and the ratings more or less tanked. And they were salty about the fuck that Family Guy, American Dad, and anime was rounding up higher ratings in their original content. I would love to see on a primetime network some primetime network pick an anime and just show it weekly with the proper edits you know just show it and we all know the ratings may skyrocket it may tank I'll like to see it as an experiment and you know what I really think they should do it with Cowboy Bebop and I know Cowboy Bebop is like over and over and over and over. But seriously, can you really think of another anime series that you could put in prime time that you could practically get everybody to watch? I'm just mm. saying. I mean, if there's something better or you think that's a better idea, then go ahead and show that. But when you think Cowboy Bebop, I start thinking of like Knight Rider, A-Team, and some of those like elementary, some of those awesome, cool primetime shows that we see anyway, you know? It could happen. I, I think that would be kind of cool. But I'm not, I'm not um, placing any bets on that, so. Anywho. 
we have some interesting Sailor Moon news for you. We talked about this um, some time back about Universal Studios Japan Sailor Moon 4D show. It's getting an extended run. It was a, yeah. It was supposed to end on June 24th, but fans were so excited and, and just loved it so much, and the popularity of it. It's going to run till September 30th. And it's going to be more Sailor Moon photo backdrops. And they're going to be up changing around the cafe menu. You're going to have new treats such as the Luna Peeball Moose Orange Fromage. And the Sailor Moon Strawberry Mango Smoothie. I kind of want the mango smoothie because I like mangoes. It was evidently the 4D show was so popular that the original creator, mangaka Naoko Takeuchi, was like overjoyed with it. She said that, no, she said, I wish I could experience it every day. Seeing the beautiful Sailor Guardians leaping about and fighting evil, it's so also amazing. It makes me glad to be alive. I mean, you got the seal of approval on that. What, what more can you ask for, you know? Mm-hmm. But don't forget, Universal Studios Japan has other events part of their Cool Japan lineup with the Sailor Moon, the Miracle 4D. There's also Detective Conan, Final Fantasy, and Monster Hunter. Last year, they had the Evangelion XR roller coaster. It repl- it will- it's going to replace the Final Fantasy coaster come July 6th. I think that's really cool. I'm kind of reminded, like, back in the day, Six Flags used to have something similar to that called the Right Stuff Mach 1 Adventure. I think I rode that three times while I was there because it was so fun. Yeah, that does sound familiar when you bring it up like that. Mm -hmm. It does sound familiar. Okay. All right, Ari, what's up with Pop Team Epic? Oh, well, let's see. Um... A new pair of kicks from Chugai Mining Company Limited is giving Pop Team Epic fans a new way to show up their otaku pride while strutting their stuff. The sneakers feature Papuko in a yellow design on the left shoe and Pippin Me in a blue design on the right. Apart from imitating the character's hair color, the shoes <clears throat> the shoes almost also mimic the stature of Papuko and Pippin Me. The left shoe is a regular short sneaker, while the right is a high top. <laughs> One pair of the unisex sneakers will set you back about 10,000 yen and change, which is about 97 bucks, and it'll be available through Chugai Money Company's online shop and other retailers on June 1st, and orders will ship in October. And you see a couple pictures of them here, you know, comparing, you know, going over the shoes, and, oh, look, there they are inside the shoes, flipping you off. Well, they flip you off throughout the show in general. <laughs> well, obviously, yeah. And you know, I'm looking at these, I'm thinking, okay, what sizes are they going to run? Because I fucking dare these people to make make these shoes big enough to fit my gigantic-ass feet. Reminds me of how I fucked up on the pair of sneakers I bought. Got them one width too big, so, yeah. But, um, I look at it this way. See, for the general populace, I see, they see Pop Team Epic. Well, I look at it. I see, it's the adventures of Holly and Mako-chan. E. Or I like to call them sometimes Thelma and Louise. Motherfucker, I wear fucking size 17, so you get kicked by one of these things, you fucking stay kicked. That's like a permanent middle finger. <laughs> Which kind of fits in. Yep. <laughs> hey! 
it. <sighs> oh, look at this. More merch that I'll never be able to wear if I, even if I could afford it. <laughs> if I drop $97 on, on Pop Team Epic sneakers, they're going to either stay in the box or I'll be scotch guarding them every time I go out of my house. <laughs> I will Danny Tanner. I'll motherfucking Danny Tanner those sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> As we go into the chat room at uh, live.vognetwork.com, Dark Tattoo goes, Yeah, I can see Mako driving up the cliff like in that one scene. Oh, just wait until you, until you until you're riding shotgun with her. Hush you. <laughs> you don't talk about the driving. <laughs> And Rager asks in regards to our last uh, topic about Sailor Moon 4D. 4D, how the fuck can a TV show or movie be 4D? Does it travel back and forth in time? Well, she got a point. The fourth dimension is time. Well, it depends on which... Well, this fourth dimension, which also means breaking the fourth wall. So I guess it's a Sailor Moon show featuring Deadpool. (sighs) We're going to see Deadpool dressed up like Sailor Moon, aren't we? It'll be set, it'll be Sailor Moon meta cosplay going there's, back. There's like, pictures of that. Oh, yes. yeah, I've seen them. I mean, there's Sonic Pool, Mario Pool. Deadpool meta cosplay. It's pretty yes. popular. Well, you know. But, yeah, see, yeah, seeing Deadpool dressed up as Sailor Moon and, you know, well, there's a Japanese Mar- like Avengers series, so... Wouldn't be surprised if he showed up like in there doing that. You mean Poke Marvel got to collect them all? <laughs> what? Deadpool was in that. Yeah. Yep. And he totally addressed the fourth wall, and I'm fairly certain Japanese audiences don't know what the fuck to make of him. Not really. Mm. Uh, he he basically the entirety of him being on that show was him explaining to Japan who Deadpool was. <laughs> But totally that was the within, that was the entirety of him being on that show. Totally within character form. Yep. I mean, are you not surprised though? No, not not even remotely. Uh, all right. So, anywho, there is some interesting news here. Um, it seems that there's information about one of the longest running animes out there, Crayon Shinchan. Akiko Yajima is stepping down from the title role after 26 years. She has voiced Shinchan, aka Shinosuke Nohara. She's been doing it since the show premiered back in 1992. Wow. The last episode featuring her voice will premiere on June 29th, with the show's staff still deciding on the character's new voice member. The new cast member will debut on the show in July. Yajima said that it has become more difficult for her to produce the character's voice naturally. She came to the decision to step down from the role after consulting with the staff. After that episode on June 29th, she would have voiced him for 26 years and 3 months. TV Asahi has been airing Crayon Shinchan based on the Yoshito Usui manga of the same name since 1992. The show is constantly is one of the most watched anime series in Japan. The anime itself has 25 movies. The latest one, Iga Sh- Crayon Shinchan Bakumori, Kung Fu Boys Ramen Tairan, which translates to Crayon Shinchan the movie, Bakumori, Kung Fu Boys Ramen Rebellion. 
It opened on Jap- in Japan on April 13th and ranked number two in the Japanese box office that opening weekend. And number one was Detective Conan. <clears throat> you can't tell. Not but- surprised, Detective Conan prints money. <laughs> I believe it. You know, it makes me think. It, I mean, honestly, who here has watched The Simpsons? I have. I have. I stopped many, many moon ago, though. Same here. It's like the woman that does the voice of Bart. I forget her name. Um, Nancy Cartwright. Nancy Cartwright, yeah. Or is that Yardley, no, Yardley it, Smith as Lisa? Yeah, Nancy Cartwright, yep. It's like she's been doing the voice of Bart for like almost as long, if not longer, and she's still going at it. Makes you, makes well, you... that's also the only voice she does on there. True. But makes you wonder if she will step down for similar reasons sometimes in the future. Because, I mean, over time when you do voices, they kind of change. I mean, if you play DuckTales Remastered, uh, I forget the the voice actor who did the voice of Scrooge. You could tell it's been like 20 years since he did the voice of Scrooge. But... I did like the fact that Scrooge sounded a lot more gruff, you know, a little bit older, which made it kind of more cool. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, if you've ever learned, ever read the uh, the Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck series, you know how you know some of the shit he's been through. Mm-hmm. And if we go into the um, chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Bob Coffee says, "Sailor Mercury, Deadpool, Buddy Cop Show." Why Sailor Mercury specifically? I think Bob Coffey's a Sailor Mercury fan. Okay, so he's got great taste then. <laughs> hey. I mean, if we're going to do like a buddy comedy show, I can see Queen Beryl as the fucking chief, like just screaming at them for fucking shit up. <laughs> Move over, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that would be Luna and Artemis. Yeah, oh, true. yeah good point, good point. Yeah. You just see, just see, like Luna, like, like, like licking out of a bowl of a uh, whiskey. And Artemis is just screaming at them. Uh, you destroyed the equipment when you signed it out. What part of "Be careful" do you not understand? God. <laughs> I almost want to write this out. Oh God. It's like you're under arrest meets NYPD blue. Oh, God. <laughs> and maybe maybe you're under arrest meets 21 Jump Street, the newer one. Uh, we do not mention that. Or, in this case, I don't. Uh, I hated 21 Jump Street and 22 Jump I hated those. Can we continue? Sure, sure. So all you. Thank you. Welcome. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not surprised I got this one. Um, mm-hmm. It seems that there's a new Neko Etsume game. And it's coming out on PlayStation VR. For about 18 US dollars, you can be inside the home of all of your favorite kitties. So you get to feed them, you get to play with them, you get to pet them. It's you inside of Nekoetsume. <laughs> and holy fuck do I want this game. I mean, well, play, PSVR is now 200 bucks, so... Yeah, that's more than I'm willing to spend at this time for mm. a game. True. Yeah, 200 bucks plus 
like the eighteen bucks for the game plus two hundred for the system. Well, I'm surprised you didn't track down the Neko Atsume CDs. No, and I have only read a little bit of the comic as well. Was it any good? It's like kind of a f- philosophical type of thing. It's not really. It's more meme than actual comic y. So it's like, what if Azamanga Dayo made sense? Um. No, it's it's even more like it's 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 just it's it's not a comic. It's just you know a bunch of pictures, and then it says some really you know insightful stuff. So it's like four panels, funny, 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 real deep shit. No, like serious, 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 real deep shit. Cheerful nihilism at its best. Yeah. Oh, God. It's just a cute little short comic. It's not supposed to be anything, you know, really crazy. Uh, One of the comics is four panels of one of the kittens sitting under a drippy faucet. And the word at the last, the the phrase at the end of the comic is, doubt is the origin of wisdom. Um, 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 yeah, I think we need to move on at that, after that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What the It's It's also known fuck? as Wise Nekoetsume. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. Jesus fuck. Ari, get us the fuck out of here. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase Libra. Sure. Um, Attack on Titan Season 3 gets a world premiere in U.S. and Canadian theaters. Uh, Funimation announced on Wednesday they will screen a world premiere of the first episode of Attack on Titan Season 3 in 130 U.S. and Canadian theaters from July 10th to 11th. This will also include a screening of The Roar of Awakening, the film recap of Attack on Titan Season 2. Screenings on Tuesday, July 10th will be in Japanese with English subtitles, while screenings on Wednesday, July 11th will be English dub. Screenings will be the first time an installment of the Attack on Titan anime franchise will have its world premiere in North America. The third season of Attack on Titan will premiere in Japan on July 22nd at 24.35, or 12.45 a.m. on the 23rd here, on NHK. Uh, Funimation has acquired the home entertainment, video on demand, and broadcast rights of the series in the U.S., Canada, U.K., Ireland, Australia, and New Zealand. Returning staff members of WIT Studio include Chief Director Tetsuro Araki, Director Masashi Koizuya, Script Supervisor Yashiko Kobayashi, Character Designer Kyochi Asano, Assistant Director Hiroyuki Tadaka, Chief Animation Director Kyochi Asano, and Satoshi Kedawaki and composer Hiroyuki Sawando, among others. The first 25-episode series aired in 2013, the 12-episode second season premiered in April 2017. Funimation and Crunchyroll both streamed the first and second seasons as they aired. The English dub of the second season premiered on Adult Swim's Toonami programming blog on the Funimation streaming service in April 2017, and Funimation released both series on home video. Uh, the first season also inspired two compilation films. Uh, Guru no 
Yumiya premiered in November 2014, and Part 2, G.U. no Tsubasa, premiered in June 2015. The second film added new new ending footage and linked the film to the second season, and Funimation screened these films in the United States in March 2017. Hmm. Yeah, this is another one of those animes I'm just way behind on. Same. I watched, like, the first few episodes of Season 2, and it's like, I kind of fell to the wayside. But I will get my. I will make an opportunity to finish watching season two and prep for seeing a season three. Yeah, I haven't seen any of season two. Gotcha. Jaeger. Could go for some Jaeger right I about th- now. I think we all can go for some Jaeger. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Now let's kind of bring things together on a happy note. Uh, yeah. So, um, Rumiko Takahashi's lovable alien Lum is 40 years old. Mm-hmm. So, they are, um, doing some retro-style merchandise coming to Thank You Marts in Japan next month. Uh, the collaborative goods include three kinds of pouches, two key, t- uh, two key holders, two can badge sets, and a compact mirror. Each item is only $3.50. Wow. Yeah. Someone tell, um, Steve Bennett quick. Uh, what is the thank you, Mondas? Is there anything like a dollar store? Probably. Uh, yeah, it says here, um, the store's name is a pun on Sanku. Which is three nine, but sounds also like thank you. Yeah. It... And so everything, everything is three hundred and ninety yen. And right now, in Mako Chan's head, she's hearing Sonic go, "Thank you, thank you." <laughs> that was my favorite part of actually listening to that anime in Japanese. Was Sonic speaking English? No lie, mine too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Thank I, you. I, I think if I have to rip that and have that as a clip for text messages. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome, Sonic. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited and I've already got somebody looking into this for me. We always got that one person that's gonna, that does the investigative stuff to find us stuff. And we're very thankful and appreciative of that. Yes. Because not for nothing, she loves Lum too, and I know she will want just for herself. I can see her cosplaying schoolgirl Lum. I, I, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can find, um, if I can find that one voice clip. Um... I'm trying to find that one clip of her saying darling. Um, uh, let's see. Okay, let's see if I can find it this way. Uh, nope. I cannot find a, a standalone clip of a um saying darling, but 
do you know what comes up in, in the actual search? Hmm. What? A compilation of Tom Holland saying darling. What the fuck is wrong with you, YouTube? <laughs> I expect it under similar results, but not under exact ones. Christ. <sighs> Alright. I actually like this cover, this version of the song. But anywho, now that we've come to the, the end here, and evidently all of the articles tonight were pretty much on point, so you know what that means. Oh boy. If not one, two, maybe all three of us will, will end up with broken skulls after articles from Strange News from Japan. No, I, I, I think at least one of them is, uh, I, I know we've spoken about it before, so it shouldn't be too out there for you. Mm. Yeah, but this is you we're talking about. Yeah, the first one's fun, though. I'll take the second one. I'll get the stretcher for Ari. Which one am I taking? The last one. Okay, then. Okie dokie. I recommend getting some, sh getting a strong shot of, of whatever favorite alcohol beverage right now. Yeah, so so this was a fun one I found. Um, a thief steals thousands of dollars of fish from the market and then cleans up after himself. Eh. So basically, uh, what happens is, and unfortunately, the video is no longer there. A guy goes into a fish market after hours um, while all of the vendors are no longer there. And basically before they are set to open and start selling and helps himself to fish. But not just going in and stealing the fish. He actually stands there and cleans the fish, breaking down everything that he needs just so that he can get the fish fillets. But instead of, you know, doing this willy-nilly and just trying to go as quickly as he can, four hours go by before he finally leaves the market, and he cleans up after himself, completely cleaning up all of the areas that he has worked in. So let me get this shit straight. <clears throat> he steals the fish. Mm-hmm. Lays it there. Cuts it and cleans it up. Cleans up after himself. Takes the fish and leaves. Yep. With eighteen hundred. With eighteen hundred dollars worth of fish. Now. So he uh, must have been doing this this shit for hours. Yeah, it, he was in there for four hours. I, um, I don't know if y'all realize this, but at least once a month. Or maybe every couple of weeks, we get a thief article like this where the thief steals something, but it's very polite, cleans up after, or something like that. And it still stops us dead in our tracks going, what the fuck? Mm hmm I just can't right now. I wish I had some uh, vodka in the, in the, at the bottom of this bottle of the Coca-Cola I just finished drinking. 
<laughs> Shit would make so much fucking sense. Probably not, but it would make this article go down a little more easily. She got that shit right. Yeah, so I, I... I'm just so surprised and kind of want to know whether or not he's using it in a restaurant or just going home and eating it. I can't eat that much fish. I can't eat any. I know. That's why I eat your share. Well, at the same time, he also picked up premium-priced fish. So he was going after Sebring and uh, Longtooth Grouper, which is more expensive cuts of fish. Mm. But, okay. yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'd like to sit down and try and eat through, you know, $1,800 worth of sushi. You extra. What? <laughs> Nothing. Can, no, can you imagine four of us just sitting down and chowing down through $1,800 worth of fish? Three Not of me. us. Ari will be, Ari will be, will be handling the, um, the camera and camcorder while breathing through an oxygen tank. Occasionally sticking myself with an EpiPen. Well, you'd be breathing through an oxygen tank so that so you wouldn't have to smell it. Ah, good point. Yep. Now, this is something that kind of caught me off guard. Idol Group, AKB48, and we know of them. We've we've talked about them plenty of times. They sold 2.5 million copies of a new CD. Bags full of them end up in the trash much much later. So, in this week, which was last week, the release of Teacher Teacher, which is their 52nd single, which is highly anticipated from them, was released, which was released on May 29th. Uh, in this case, it was released on the 29th, it comes out on the 30th. Now, the song had, or in this case, out the single had already gone double platinum, even though it didn't go into the sale in stores yet. But... This was happened through pre-sales. A little bit over two and a half million pre-sales of this album. And some are saying because of the suggestive title, Teacher Teacher. I suddenly reminded of one Van Halen song, you know. But anywho. Now, AKB48, they worked with a K-pop choreographer for the video. And this is the first time to do so. So it definitely brought some buzz and listening ins on this. On top of that, there is a new up-and-coming 16-year-old AKB48 member, Yui Ogiri. And she is featured as the center of the packaging and the video. Wow. Now, the biggest reason for the sales is that with every copy of the CD is a ballot. You can vote in the upcoming AKB48 general election. These votes are determined the, the the group's rankings between vocalists and individual idols rank and so forth. Because as you see, AKB48 is a lot of people. Now, because of that, hardcore fans consider it their sworn duty to vote for their personal favorite idol. 
and in doing so, fans are encouraged to vote multiple times by purchasing multiple CDs. One CD, one vote. So fans will buy tons of CDs so they can vote plenty of times. Christ. Now, photos shared by Twitter user Songokun1, S-O-N-G-O-K-K-U-N number one, posted pictures of large, they call them trash bags, but if you, I call them large clear recycling bags, full with copies of Teacher Teacher tossed into a garbage, burning garbage receptacle. And as he tweets, this is so wasteful. Can't the record company skip the CDs and just sell the ballots directly? Which you could. Now, if you could sell the ballots directly, you still make money, but the album won't sell. So, you know. People on Twitter commented with, Those photos really show how worthless AKB CDs are compared to other artists. This is terrible. This is an affront to music. What, what they're doing isn't even music anymore. Wow. As salty as that last comment was, it's not wrong, per se. Years, for years, idol groups have been bundling election ballots, handshaking raffle event tickets, and other prizes with their CDs. And because of that, idol music continues raking tons of revenue from physical media sales, despite the fandom being predominantly young and tech-savvy. Idol music not just being about the music is something that even major retailers like Tower Records have come to accept. Wow. Many would say that the large outlays of the superfans purchasing piles of merchandise are the lifeblood of the industry. And because of that, promotional practices aren't going to change anytime soon. And given the large demand for idol music, whether you love it or hate it, uh, trying to unload your excess CDs on a used market isn't as lucrative as well. But it's nice to see superfans do something less wasteful, such as using the CDs to tile apartments. <laughs> now, if these fans were smart, Instead of burning them, sell them, sell them for five, six dollars a pop in the states. Fans will buy them. I'm serious. And as Bob Coffee says, this isn't a AKB phenomenon alone. Although they would be considered the biggest anime, this stuff has well, and I believe that. <clears throat> Jesus Christ on a stick. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, it's wasteful as fuck. I know. I mean, I wouldn't mind a couple of those albums my own damn self. I mean, I'll pay three bucks for it. Shit. If it means it's not going in the trash. You know? Mm-hmm. But anywho, we're gonna play our last tracks of the night and wrap up the show. So, um, we'll be back. Sorry about that. We skipped an article. And as and as cracked out as this episode is, I am pausing the song. We're going to restart the song so that Ari can finish this off. Ari, I truly apologize for that fuck up. No, you don't. Actually, I do. <laughs> well, Mako doesn't. 
Of course she doesn't. I don't apologize for anything. Of course not. <laughs> she is our resident that I don't do myself. She is our residential re residential Ryoko, so. Okay, let's see. A 50-year-old Sapporo man arrested for punching a boy in the back of the head while wearing a miniskirt and tiara. <sighs> Was that the first Sailor shot going down? Sail Sailor Moon cleared as a suspect. Well, thank you, subheadline, for that. <laughs> in general, if you're going to commit a crime, you only want to be dressed in something nondescript, since that will, by definition, make it harder for witnesses to describe you to the police. No patterns, dark clothes, maybe a plain ball cap and some sunglasses. On the other hand... If your crime inconsistently consists of a miniskirt and a tiara, that's going to attract attention, especially if you have to be a 50-year-old man. Nevertheless, a boy, whose age has been given somewhere between 10 and 19, who from Sapporo says a man who was wearing a wig, miniskirt, and tiara punched him in the back of the head while he was playing in the, in the city's Akabono Park. Eyewitnesses' accounts and security camera footage collaborate the accusation on the morning of, on morning of May 29, police questioned a 50-year-old suspect who resides in Sapporo's Higashi Ward in connection with the incident. The man is admitted to punching, touching the boy, though he claims his intention was not to assault him, merely to pet him. What? Petting children you, you don't know can get you in trouble with the law just as quickly as punching them, and the man was arrested nonetheless, with police currently in the process of determining just how violent the physical contact was, as well as the man's psychological health and subsequent legal culpability. What? Um, um. I was just trying to pet him with my fist. Ugh. And I'm so glad the article clarified that because as I just looked at it, it made me think, oh, great. okay, this man is possibly transphobic fuck because I think, wait, was the little kid wearing the tiara and the miniskirt? But yeah, it just makes it look like the man is just extra weird. Christ. That's all I gotta say is Christ. Aren't you glad you uh, reminded us that there was one more article to do? Hmm. Now can we move on? Yes. Yes, we can. Now, we'll be back.
This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!